Greetings in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. It's so good to be able to come to you this first Sunday in this new year. God is just so good. Amen. Uh, we made it through 2020. Amen. Aren't you glad? And we bless the Lord. And we know that there are some that did not make it. Our heart goes out to them and to their families. And we are seeking the Lord for them. God is able to uh, earth have no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. And we are believing God for the healing, amen, of those wounds that have been left and the disappointments that have arisen. Our God is able. There's nothing that he cannot do. And we bless his holy name. And we want to have a word of prayer, amen, that God would bless them and fill in that void that they feel in their hearts. And as we were saying, Amen. Especially during holiday times. That seemed to be a very uh, time that brings back memories and so forth. So let's be praying for those families who have lost loved ones during this particular season. God is able because the earth have no sorrow that heaven cannot heal. Fathers, in the glorious name of Jesus, we come. Give your name all thanks and praise. We are so grateful for what you've done the ways you have made out of no way. And Father, you understand, we ask you to touch those that are bereaved today. Bless them and strengthen them. Give them something to look forward to in Jesus' name. Comfort their hearts now. Remember those that are listening. Bless them and strengthen them. Let them receive something from the message this morning that would encourage their hearts to want to go on in you we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God is so good. Amen. On today, amen, we have chosen for a subject, rejoice, my weapon of choice. I don't know whether you realize it or not, but rejoicing is a weapon. I know that this is going to be a year that Satan is going to try to intimidate you. That's how he uh, sometimes get the best of us. He tries to intimidate us. But we have made a declaration on this year that we will not be intimidated. We are armed. Amen. We are armed and we are ready. In the book of Philippians chapter number four, amen, it, it says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. I like that part, say, with thanksgiving. Don't be just bagging and don't give no thanks, but with thanksgiving. And verse 7 and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Amen. So he's telling you, and, and then usually we do the opposite. 
We think on failures. We think on sicknesses. We think on diseases. But this year, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We are going to think on those things that's going to build us up. Remember that whatever you think about, you'll get. Amen. That's how powerful your thinking is. When you think about it, you'll get what you have been thinking about. Therefore, if you notice in the past, we have been thinking about those things that have burdened us down. Wake up in the morning with a bad thought on your mind. Wake up in the morning with the doctor's report on your mind. But we got to get to the place that when we wake up in the morning, we got the word of God. One of the promises of God is not what it looks like, it's what it is in Christ Jesus. Amen. And we got to realize that without faith, it is impossible to please God. It's not what looks like. It is what he is. But let me tell you, there's another world outside of this world. And if we can have faith in God, amen, then we can receive it. The Lord has been dealing with me this year on rejoicing. Amen. Rejoicing. Because you see, when you said you attract Whatever condition you're in, that is what you attract to yourself. The universe will pour into whatever your thoughts are. That's why when you get in trouble sometimes, it looks like troubles come in like a mountain flowing. But we are going to think about the things that are godly. We're going to think on the word of God. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. So we are going to be thinking on the word of God. We are people of hope and promise. That's what it's all about, hope and promise promise. I'm not saying that we are going to see and feel this at all time, but we must consider this at all time. As I said on watch tonight, amen, rejoicing is a choice. I choose to rejoice. Can you say that with me? I choose to rejoice. One more time. I choose to rejoice. This time to establish it said one more time, I choose to rejoice. We want to uh, let this be our goal for this year, because when you have faith, you rejoice in what God has promised you. You can be in the mire up to your waist and still got joy in your heart because God has promised me. Amen. Our scripture verse say, rejoice in the Lord. Always, and again I say rejoice. It is as if he was saying, I can't say it enough. Rejoice in the Lord. Some of those synonyms are happiness, pleasure, joy, gladness, delight, amen, elation, cheer, jubilation, euphoria. These are some of the synonyms of rejoicing. It doesn't mean that everything is going your way but it is a decision that I have made. Let me say that again. It doesn't mean that everything is going your way, but it is a decision that I have made. In the book of Habakkuk, chapter number three, we see in that particular verse, amen, that the writer in that verse was talking about the condition 
uh, that he had to force himself under, but he was still rejoiced. He said, although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be on the vine. The labor of the olive tree fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herds in the stall. But verse 18 says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. You see, that is a decision. And here, it clearly, Habakkuk had a lot of things that was going against him, but he chose to rejoice. There's something in rejoicing in the Lord that will shut the devil's mouth. Amen. And you can't wait for the condition to get right. You must make a decision. We're going to come through this year because we have determined on this year, we are going to rejoice in the Lord. And I remember the patriarch Abraham. Let's look at the book of Romans, chapter number four, verses 17. This is what it says. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before whom uh, ye believe. Even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Verse 18, who against hope, my God, my God, who against hope believed in hope. Oh, my God, that he might become the father of many nations, according is uh, to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead. And he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So you got two dead things that's going to try to make life. Two dead things going to try to make life. If Abraham could amen, uh, have faith in God and rejoice in God under those conditions. And brothers and sisters, you and I, we ought to be able to rejoice in God. The rejoicing is saying to God, I believe that you're going to do it. Amen. I know it don't seem right. I believe you're going to do what you said you're going to do. And amen, he's, he's staggered not, verse 20, at the promise of God through unbelief but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. See, you notice there, you notice what he's doing? He was not weak in faith. He was strong in faith. What was he doing? Giving glory to God. He had decided to rejoice in the Lord. And you and I can do the same thing. Because see, if you don't have faith, you can't rejoice in God. But when you got faith in God, it doesn't matter not what it looked like. You can still rejoice in God. And being, and then verse 21 said, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Let me ask you, are you persuaded that what God has promised you, he's able to perform? You see, he had not ceased to be God. He is God. And he can do whatever he wants to do. And we realize here also, amen, that uh, if you got faith in God, you can see the invisible. Amen. Sometimes somebody look at you and you look silly dancing, 
But the reason why you look silly dancing is because they can't hear the music. <laughs> See, some people can't hear the music that you're dancing to. But I got a feeling everything is going to be all right. Amen. I'm in trouble. Might be able to rejoice in the midst of my trouble. But I got this feeling on the inside that everything is going to be all right. I'm not rejoicing in what's happening now or what is in my past. I'm rejoicing because I I got this feeling everything is going to be all right. So I decided to use a weapon. Satan expected me to cry, but instead of crying, I decided I'm going to rejoice. Amen. In the Lord. All right. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 27, Moses was in the lane of Egypt. And I told you, real face, see the invisible. And in that lane of Egypt, look at verse number 27. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Can you see the invisible? I remember I had gone to the church some years ago, probably about 60 some years ago. I went in the church by myself. Snow was about 12 inches on the ground. But when I was in there, God gave me these words. I reach out into the impossible and I grab hope. And I hold until the impossible become the visible and the possible. All things are mine. I shall suffer no loss. I belong to Christ and Christ is God. And those scriptures have kept me going. Amen. From that day until now. Yes, it's been rough. Amen. But I thank God that when I think about it, I reach into the possible and I hold. And that's what we got to do in hope. Reach into the impossible and grab a hold and hold until the impossible become the possible and the visible. Because sometimes you got to get a hold of it in your spirit before you can hold it in your hand. But if if you can get it in your spirit you will hold it in your hand. I've decided I'm going to rejoice. What you're shouting over. I'm shouting over what God's going to do for me. Amen. He is the great and eternal God. Look at Hebrews chapter number 12 verse number 2. Amen. This is what he says in the King James text. Amen. Looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him. You see, even Jesus decided to rejoice. The joy that was set before him. And people of God, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is what you set before you. We've had enough humdrums and failures and all that stuff set before you ever notice if you fail the first thing you get in the morning get up in the morning Satan want to put in front of you the failures of yesterday never the, the accomplishment always the failure but if Jesus the Lord from glory had to put joy before him we got to do the same thing I've decided to rejoice rejoice is my weapon. That's the weapon I'm going to use. 
rejoice. I'm going to rejoice. And he said, looking unto Jesus, the author and finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down on the right hand of the throne of God. So he's showing us the perfect way. And I was, I was uh, riding with lady and I was sitting in the truck waiting on her. And it came to me that what he had set before him was you and I. Ain't that something? The joy, the thing that rejoiced his heart was you and I and what his suffering would do for us. Notice the book of Isaiah 53. That's the scripture that talked about Amen. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Look at verse 11. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquity. So when he saw, when he was going through that great suffering, he saw you and I rising above sin. Oh, my God. He saw you and I walking in complete victory. He saw you and I walking in the light of the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And he rejoiced in spirit. You can't just put your mind on what you're going through right now. You got to look into the future and still rejoice in the God of your salvation. So he rejoiced in the Lord, amen. I thank God for his deciding, amen, to put us ahead of him, and he shall see the travail of his soul and be satisfied. David cried out in Psalms 118, he said, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. That is a decision. It's not a feeling. It is a decision. Make up your mind. This year, I'm going to purposely praise God the first thing in the morning. When I open my eyes, I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus. Now, I might not run around the bedroom, but I'm determined this year when I wake up, I'm going to wake up with a praise. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to rejoice in the Lord. And remember, it's not a feeling. It is a decision. And the devil wants you to get to the place where you emphasize the feeling. But don't emphasize the feeling. Emphasize the decision. I will bless the Lord. Sometimes trouble on you and still giving him praise. Hallelujah. Don't be saying I'm broke and I don't have money. You don't get whatever you say. Don't be talking about how sick you are. Talk about how he had healed you. With his stripes, I'm healed. Say it, amen. Hallelujah. Because when you proclaim it, you're going to have it. You see, you know, you are precious in God's sight. God has made us for more than from day-to-day -day humdrum. We are made for his glory and his splendor. The world is supposed to look at us in amazement of how God brought us out. 
It's not based upon the job you have. I will rejoice in the Lord. Look, in the case of Abraham, going back to Abraham, it was not based upon his physical condition because he was dead and his wife was dead. It was based upon the promises and the provision of God. If Abraham could become the father of many nations dead and his wife dead, don't you think God is able to do through you glorious thing? Therefore, we want to rejoice in God. Amen. Text somebody and let somebody know it ain't over. Let's do it right now. Just for a confession. Amen. This saying, it's not over. It's not over. Amen. You want to say it out loud so the devil, when he think he's beating you down and ain't nothing left, you need to let him know it ain't over. It ain't over. I'm still trusting in the living God and he that promised me will perform it. God is not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of man that he should repent. Have he not said it? Will he not perform it? He will do what he said he is going to do. Let me calm myself down here now, but I'm feeling good in God. Amen. But lift your spirit and give God some praise because of what he's going to do. And that's the thing that's going to make it. Amen. Gonna make it so exciting because they've already counted you out. <laughs> they've already said you're not gonna make it. Amen. It's not based upon my salary, it's based upon the promises of God. Amen. In the book, I think it's Deuteronomy, is it Deuteronomy 8:18? It is God that gives you power to get well, that He may establish His covenant with you. This, the covenant is not established in poverty. It's established in wealth. But when you get to the place that God is more important you than material thing, that's the time God is able to bless you with something. Sometimes God can't bless you with anything because if he gave you something, you'll walk away from him. But I was determined. I often say when I was living in housing, uh, in the housing project, Amen. Uh, my wife was born uh, in that uh, condition and I was on the farm. Amen. Uh, my first job, I think I was making 10 cents an hour. Hallelujah. Pushing lawnmowers and doing some of everything. And I wasn't supposed to be where I am today. But I tell you, I decided at 12 years of age that Jesus would be Lord of my life. Hallelujah. And amen, I've been believing him from 12 and now I'm 78 years old and I'm still believing God and he's still doing great and marvelous things for me. I've gone from being the youngest person in the room. So sometime now I'm the oldest person in the room, but he's still God. Amen. I've decided to rejoice in God. I've decided he is my joy, my peace. Amen. And he's done great and marvelous things. I sat back and I'm amazed sometimes at the way that God provides and the ways that he has made out of no way. And if he did it for me, he do the same thing for you. Amen. Hallelujah. So let us rejoice in the Lord. Let's give him the praise that is due to his marvelous name. And when you get in trouble this time, 
Make up your mind. I'm not going to be this complaining all the time. I'm reminded in the 16th chapter of the book of Acts of the Apostles when they had taken uh, Paul and Silas and put them in jail and they had put them there and uh, uh, had whipped them and put them in jail, inside of jail. But Paul and Silas, in that condition, instead of them complaining, they decided to rejoice. <laughs> they rejoiced. One sung and the other one prayed. And God sent the angel, loose the doors of the prison, loose the, loose the shackles of their feet, and they walked out there. And let me tell you, I don't care what your condition is, if you can make up in your mind to rejoice in God, he's going to do the same thing for you. Because that's when God gets the greatest joy, when things look like they're against you, amen, and yet God brings you out and delivers you. Amen. Amen. And when he brings you out, you can then give him glory. Isaiah says in the third verse, amen, here of Isaiah uh, 12, he said, therefore, with joy, shall ye draw waters out of the well of salvation. How? With joy. So you can't draw no water out there without amen joy. So I've decided I'm going to rejoice in the God of my salvation and with joy. <laughs> you can't draw it out there with sorrow. You can't draw it out there with self-pity. You can decide to rejoice in the Lord. You can draw waters out of the wells of salvation with joy. The decision is yours. This promises to be a great year, but we're going to have to decide I'm going to rejoice in God because what happened is this when you believe him, you will still praise him because I'm looking past the pain and I'm seeing the victory in Jesus Christ. And if you can look past your pain today and see the marvelous goodness of God, amen. You wanna, amen. You see it in your heart and in your mind, you're gonna see it in a reality. I want to say to you, rejoice in the Lord. Make this your weapon this year. Rejoice. Amen. That's my choice. I've chosen that as my weapon. Amen. This year we're talking about being armed and ready. Amen. If you can get a good praise, if you can get, amen, a good adoration in your heart for God, amen. Rejoice. That's your choice. God will bless you real good. Well, until next time, may the Lord bless you real good. And remember, it's just a choice. If you choose, God will help you. Choose to rejoice in him. God bless you is our prayer in Jesus' name.